Hi everyone, and welcome to the first episode of Adventures in Questing. We are a group of friends that have been playing D&D 5th edition for about two and a half years, and we've had some amazing adventures together. We're so excited to share our game with you starting with this campaign. In this pilot episode, you will learn a bit about our world and the characters that inhabit it, and meet our party, Raf's Reds, as they make a new friend and receive an assignment for an important job. Thanks for listening and enjoy Adventures in Questing. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first episode of Adventures in Questing. We're about to jump right into our brand new campaign, but before we do, I thought we could go around the circle and just real quick say our actual names and our fun fake names. I am Max Huftelin. I am the dungeon master for this game and for this awesome podcast. We're just going to go around the circle real quick and have everybody say their name and the race and class and name of their characters. Um, as I said, my name is Max Huftelin. I play everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Hi, I'm Caitlin. I play Dr. Doxy, or just Doxy, or Doxy PhD. <laughs> um, I am a dragonborn ranger. Hi, my name is Allie Lenti, <laughs> and I am playing Winifred Waywalket Namfoodle Silsprocket. But she goes by Winnie. <laughs> and um, I'm a gnome wizard. And that's uh, what I have for you folks. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm Cheyenne, and I am playing Cordelia Salt, who is a sea elf rogue swashbuckler awesome pirate lady. <laughs> Official class name. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Tristan B. Johnson, and I am playing Lelafo Zaza, but she just goes by Layla. Lelafo, whatever, but Layla's better. Uh, and she's a fire genasi sorcerer. Wild magic sorcerer. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, hi, I'm Sunny Gelati, and I am playing the character of Pim, who is a halfling fighter. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm Michelle Lynn Thompson, and I play Thora Tempest, and she is an air genasi barbarian. Fuck yeah. Sweet. But I thought we could just so dive excited. right in, uh, mainly because I'm excited, and it's been a little bit since we've all played D&D &D yeah. together. <laughs> like a month. Alrighty. Should we get going? <laughs> yes! Yeah! yeah. Right, motherfucker. No. Alrighty. I think we should stop. <laughs> I think we should call it. <laughs> this is I've a actually, bad idea. Actually, I lit this here, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. The sun is setting on the city of Landlock. The golden sun dips below the horizon, and the city, built on the eastern and western banks of the River Key, falls into evening shadow. At least one part of the city. The Shackle, a section of the city built onto the massive natural bridge that straddles the river, is still bathed in the red and gold light of the sun before it sets, stretching across the canyon and 200 feet above the river that carved it. The Shackle is the home of the wealthy, the influential, the powerful of Landlock. The rules of Landlock, and indeed the entirety of the vast, in which the landlock can be found are simple. Follow the laws of the city you stand in, or they shall punish you. Beyond the walls of landlock, or the other six great cities of the vast, anything goes. 
Nobody can rule the treacherous deserts and canyons of the vast, so nobody does. But inside the city walls, you follow the law to the letter. And the people who live on the shackle decide the law. Merchants, ex-lords of faraway lands, brothel keepers, and the Grand Governor Wallace, who rules all of Landlock, sit together in his palace, the Apex, and decide the laws. And the governor's pikemen, armed with spear and sword, and mounted aboard their tamed blood raptors, enforce those laws. All must follow the law. None are exempt. None, that is, except one individual and all who follow him. Nobody knows for sure when Raph arrived in Landlock. Nobody knows for sure when the boathouse, a once dilapidated old building, suddenly became a bustling tavern, the busiest in the city. Nobody knows for sure when Governor Wallace let it be known among his pikemen that Raph and his associates, all who worked for him, were to be left alone. But ever since those nebulous points in time, two things have been known among the pikemen. Don't fuck with Raph. Don't fuck with his people. <laughs> Damn straight. Needless to say, working for Raph has its perks. You get some leniency with the law, you get some reputation by association. If you're a favorite of his, you get free room and board at the boathouse. More than anything, you have the knowledge that you work for the man who truly has the most power in the entire city. So it goes without saying that the boathouse is, shall we say, a raucous place. One can hear the laughter and music all the way across on the other side of the river. Today is no different. The boathouse is packed full of people. Unlike other people in this world, Raph holds no prejudices based on species. Men, elves, dwarves, gnomes, any and all types can be found here, drinking and laughing and listening to the music. Our story starts here, in the middle of this place, with our group of adventurers, recently returned from a successful job, hot off a of payday. One of Raph's favorite groups, the ones he calls his Reds. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> they sit around a table, enjoying their drinks, taking in the familiar surroundings, and so our story begins. You guys are sitting around uh, a table in the boathouse. Boathouse, as I've described to you guys before, is this massive tavern with a circular bar in the middle. You guys can see from a distance Anne Barra, the dwarf and the proprietor of this establishment, is bustling around with her many helpers, giving each other, giving, giving drinks out to people. It's pretty packed, it's pretty full, it's sundown, so everyone's coming in for a drink. Up on the stage, Tom is performing. Tom is Raph's right-hand man, this half-elven gentleman with some faint dark stubble and really long kind of curly hair, kind of like kind of like Hozier's hair is how I've oh, kind of pictured oh, it. Hot. I have no <laughs> idea what Hozier looks like. He looks like Google a river spirit. Uh, <laughs> and he's just kind of perched and, and, and strumming some music and kind of playing a lively tune and everyone's dancing and, and enjoying themselves. You guys are all sitting around a table. Uh, well, most of you are sitting around a table. Uh, just to kind of enjoying the music, enjoying your payday, and just real quick, how do you all uh, celebrate uh, a successful job? Do you <laughs> get rip-roaring drunk? Do you, you know, interact yeah. with some paid company? What do you guys do? <laughs> What are you guys Second doing as you're I mean, one of you's a child, so you're probably not drinking. Layla has a tall glass of milk. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Very tall glass of milk. Yeah, how are people kind of... This is kind of a raucous place. Um, for people who have seen Star Wars, I've always thought it kind of has a Moss Eisley Cantina kind of vibe. Nice. Yeah. Um, loud music playing and all kind, all sorts kind of running around. Um, how are you guys celebrating your, your payday and, and your, your successful job? Let me ask you a question, Max. Who is the most attractive person in this bar besides our group? Besides your group, which are all naturally hot unless specified uh -huh. otherwise, or is a child. Um, <laughs> but hot in a different sense because she's on fire. Because she's not, yeah, I mean she is technically a little bit always on fire. Um, Tom is hot <laughs> as fuck. 
in my character description for him, uh, under like appearance, I just wrote hot as fuck. Nice. Uh, he is. He has been here as long as Raph. You guys have known him as long as you have known Raph, um, and he has. He is like the in-house talent. He is very much a very prodigious musician um, and artist. Um, he hires other talent to sometimes come and play, but at the end of the day, it's always him up on stage. He, yeah, I mean, he's this very tall, like a little over six foot, lean, muscular, half-elven dude with the kind of faint pointed ears. A little androgynous, like he's got more feminine features because he's part elf and all elves in this world are just naturally, they all appear to be female. So he does have that kind of androgyny about him. He's singing up a storm and he's got the long kind of curly hair that's just kind of hanging loosely kind of around his shoulders and stuff like that. So he's the most attractive person, but he is nice. occupied entertaining the masses. Uh, but is, is that how you celebrate? You just ogle uh, people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Um, um, so I think Layla is having a very tall glass of milk, as I said, um, but I think she's gonna cast Prestidigitation to make her glass of milk taste like huckleberries. Aww, that's adorable. I, I was reading it. You can make a color. No, wait, no. You can chill, warm, or flavor up to one <laughs> foot of non-living material for one hour. Okay, so you flavor your milk to taste like huckleberries, <laughs> and I make it a little. Which warm is hysterical too. that you were not like, "Hi, I'm a little child. Could I have huckleberry juice?" You were mm -hmm. like, "Could I have milk?" And they were like, "This milk's missing it's a, something. It's, it's a hint of huckleberry. It's a different consistency." Yeah, you know? no, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> like thick. How, how is, how does, oh god. Oh god, that's uh, gross. How does, how does Pim celebrate, do you think? He, think? he doesn't strike me as a huge, a raucous boy. Yeah, I think it depends on, like, how he's feeling, but I think right now, what time is it? It's like sundown. Um, I think that, like, he is kind of, like, sitting, like, leaned back in his chair, like, kind of, like, zoning out, like, tapping his foot to the music, but just he's like, just, like, yeah. kind of sleeping. Just chilling, like, okay. He's a little sleepy. Hell yeah, how's, how's the doc celebrate? Kaylin. I, by the way, I'm just going to refer to her as the Doc until told otherwise. Yeah, <laughs> the Doc? Well, being her dragonborn self, she's going to have a glass of wine. Oh, that's is that dragonborn specific? <laughs> <laughs> that's canon now. That's canon. Uh, and I will say, I you have been under the employ of Raph for eight months. Uh, and your presence as a dragonborn still seems to unsettle a, a, num a number of people. They don't look at you with untrusting looks, but they definitely every once in a while just kind of look over. And every once in a while you mm -hmm. see new people kind of like pointing and being like, that's the dragonborn over there. Because you have, again, in your eight months here, you have never run into another dragonborn. It's probably the only dragonborn any of you have ever seen, or at least one of the, the very, very few dragonborns you've ever seen. And it's kind of hard to hide a seven foot tall silver dragonborn. Who's the closest person that's pointing at me and saying, oh, there's a dragonborn? Uh, right now it's actually almost exclusively full of people that know you. So there's not a whole lot of newbies. It seems like a pretty exclusive night. Um, it's it's okay. mainly Raph's people. Then I think you guys have garnered a lot of respect because of your high success rate uh, working for Raph, and so you do have a little bit of respect. And, and a lot of the people would understand that. Oh yeah, one of the people who runs with the Reds is this very imposing Silver Dragonborn. What did we What did we kill? Ghouls. Ghouls. I think, a bunch of ghouls. I think she's um, writing everything that she knows about fighting the ghouls down in her okay. notebook. Okay, very cool. Being studious, I, I dig it. While drinking wine. Wine. <laughs> Red wine, to be exact. So oh, okay, okay. <laughs> what about Winnie? How does, how does Winnie celebrate? Um, Winnie, I think, is probably... Are you 
Yeah, you're just drinking milk like down. Like, are we all kind of together? The yeah, people are still awake. Like, around wooden table. She's sitting like crisscross applesauce on the table, holding right. him, holding him like this. And he's kind of like drinking <laughs> it. I think she's tinkering a little bit with some tools, and she's building a little music box for her, and and just like it's like a fun thing. I don't even know if she like wants it for Layla. Like, yes, for Layla. Yes, <laughs> and it's a it's like a cool thing that. I can do, and I think she's like a, a little kid, and I'm like, oh look, check this out. Yeah, it's, a, it's a cool, box. it's a cool toy, and I also just like to tinker to like de-stress. Oh yeah. So I think that's what uh, she's oh, doing. Oh cool, very yeah. good, very good. And what are, what are you two doing? Uh, <laughs> what 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 are you doing? I, I just would. Yeah, what are you doing? <laughs> well, because like if if Thora is off like in a corner, I would also be there. With I think you all no. right now, for the sake yeah. of our little opening, I'll are all everyone. sitting around the table. I okay. don't seem to be bothered by the music that's going on, which okay. I think you know that sometimes I am, but right now I'm not. Right uh -huh. now I'm I'm doing bothered fine in the right sense now. of like annoyed. By the music, or like no, like it, it's yeah, affecting oh, yeah, me. Like yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Um, and so it's not affecting me. So I'm, I'm, okay, in, that's good. I'm in. I'm not like woo, but I'm like I'm fine. Pretty good. I'm, I'm probably right. sitting close to you, but I, I imagine. I mean, it's sundown, so I imagine like a little bit later. Like I've got it worked out to have some people come over. I don't know nice. if you do, but <laughs> I do. So how I'm just long, waiting. Just how long drinking, have we been in this? Quiet. In this bar, how long have we been here for? I think you guys have probably been celebrating for about an hour. An hour? Not enough time. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, uh, Jesus! Thora, you wanna do a shot? What? Oh hell yeah. Whatever the hell you want. My treat. Okay, well, I mean, I'll drink it. Anyone yeah. else in? No, thank you. I'm oh, good! Rated Hi. Go. Okay. You kind of look around the table, right, one of your right. companions is writing in a book, the other is working on a music box, one is chugging milk, and the other one is maybe asleep? <laughs> no, his foot is tapping. <laughs> <laughs> he also has like a, like a stein. Okay. Uh, okay. So you kind of gesture and a, and a, yeah, waiter, yeah, yeah. Okay, a waiter yeah. comes over and kind of a human, human woman. Okay. Just, um, we have how much stone whiskey if you'd like that? Sure, that sounds great. She kind of gives you a nod and walks over. You, she walks past the bar and, and you see her whisper a couple of words to Anbera, who kind of looks over at you guys and she kind of gives you a nod. You can see her long hair that's braided and kind of falls over her shoulders and each braid ends in like a metal ring. And she kind of gives you guys a little nod and very quickly that waitress comes back with a big old bottle and a couple of glasses and clangs them down and- Is she attractive? Gives a little nod. She's actually a little pockmarked and sunburnt, but I mean, that can still be attractive. Yeah, for sure. How much? Oh, you, you've got a... You, you, are you new here? You have free room and board. I don't know who you are. I, I, yeah, no. It's told not to charge for the drinks. That's all fine. I'm going to slide her uh, a gold piece. You slide her a gold piece? Yeah. She just kind of picks it up and kind of looks at it. With, like, I mean, you see her eyes kind of like widen and she's just kind of like, oh, Thank you, sir. Um, is there anything else I can get for you? And she kind of tucks it into her tunic. Not at the moment, but... I'll let you know. I'm gonna wink at her. He, he, she kind of like bows a couple of times, like backing up, and then runs back over to the bar. Uh, and you can see Ambera just give you this look of like, you fucking serious. <laughs> uh, I, I would, assu I would assume Raiden has maybe moved his way through several of the waiting staff. Sure. And Ambera's like, sure, like sure. just hired her dude. like an hour ago. I do. She's brand new. No. Yeah. <laughs> like a week or so. Thor's gonna roll her eyes at you and then just like take the drink and pour herself a shot. Uh -huh. I'm gonna drink straight from the bottle. Okay. You start yeah. throwing them down. Uh, you guys start throwing them down, um, and as you're sitting there, and you guys are observing this or doing your own thing, uh, the doors of the establishment fly open, um, and a little bit of that sunset comes in in that red light, and a figure darts into the space and kind of looks over their shoulder and kind of looks around, kind of sees you guys, kind of looks across the room, and her eyes finish on Little you. Little 
and runs over and grabs like a loose chair, kind of drags it behind her and plops it down at the table. Uh, it's a elven, uh, an elf, I shouldn't say elven woman because they all are female, with like buzzed white hair and kind of like swashbuckler garb. She kind of plops down at the table. What does she say, Shy? All right, pretend like you know me. Uh, whoa, those bastards are after me. I didn't even steal that much, just uh, these clothes and this bag and everything in it. Okay, uh, whoa, but hey, okay. They hey. shouldn't wait for me that long, so I'm just gonna sit here if that's all right with you. The doors. Um, hi, um, I'm, Cor I'm Cora, by the way, Cordelia, but you can call me Cora since we're friends. Uh, what are we drinking? The doors I'm fly not open again, and you see three pikemen walk through the door, kind of looking around, um, make a stealth check. <laughs> um, first roll! First roll in the game! <laughs> oh, that was a crit fail! Oh, no! Foreboding! Okay, how would you help? Can I help by, like, going over and, like, put my arm around her? And, like, yeah, you like, go and put your arm around her, like, pull do her with advantage. Alright, still not great, but that is a 13. Okay. When this uh, stranger comes and puts his arm around you, kind of like looking over your shoulder, the pipe men don't seem to notice you and they're kind of looking around. They all have their hands kind of on their hilts. Um, you know in like the old westerns when someone like new in town like walks into the saloon yeah. and like, the piano music stops and all the people like turn? Yes. <laughs> it's like that for these pipe men. Like they're all standing there and it, like Thomas stopped singing and Oof. the music has stopped and every single person in the bar has, is just turning and looking at them. And the, one of the pipe men, this kind of now very nervous looking Halfling man, kind of like we were chasing a criminal down the street, and I think she might have ducked in here. And there's just silence. And Ambera kind of, you see her kind of like crick her neck a little bit, and you see her put one hand on the counter, and you see her reach underneath the bar, where I think all of you except for you, Cora, might know that she keeps a very large crossbow just affixed right there, pointed right at the door. And Bear just kind of looks up. Uh, nobody's come in that I haven't recognized. Kind of looks at the pikeman. Pikeman kind of look back at her. She kind of sits there. Can I stand up? I'm gonna. I'm gonna like take my jacket off, so mm -hmm. I'm just bare shirt, and I leave the jacket on your shoulders. So you're uh, all bare chested. Yeah, so I'm like bare chested. I'm gonna walk up to these uh, these pikemen. I'm like, evening, gentlemen. The little halfling. Now stay back. No, I, I don't want any trouble. We're hey, just hey, chasing hey. a criminal. I don't have any weapons on me. I'm not here to confront you. I'm just saying, you know, you're kind of disturbing the, the vibe around here, you know? How about uh, I give you guys a little something-something, you yeah, head on off, hmm? Uh, the little halfling looks a little like, like, how dare you? And the other two are kind of like, they kind of lean in. Uh, one of them, uh, a, a human man kind of leans in and <clears> is like, Lee, well, this is not a good place to be. Maybe listen to the guy. I'm going to pull out three gold pieces and they flip all them of, each one. They all catch them, make a persuasion check with advantage. 18. 18. Pikemen kind of look at you. They kind of look down at the gold. And the two guys behind Leewell turn around to kind of go and see the little halfling Leewell kind of sit there and he grits his teeth a little. He's very clearly new. Uh -huh. uh, and the human reaches back and like grabs him by the back of his like kind of rusty armor and kind of gives you a nod. Mm -hmm. Sorry to disturb. And kind of <laughs> drags him out of the bar, and the doors <coughs> shut. And almost immediately, Tom starts singing again. The music all comes back. Um, some people come and clap you on the back a little bit, and kind of laugh like, "There you go." And uh, you feel a, a hand kind of on your shoulder after a second, and you look down, and you can see Anna <coughs> and she she just pushes another one of the bottles into your chest, kind of claps you on the back. 
I did not want to have to deal with that today. Thank you very much. <laughs> and she walks done. back over to the bar. Wink. I do not understand why we lied to those men. I'm going to pick up the first bottle that you got and pour it into my shot glass right. and slide it over to you and just toss you a little wink. I'm going to sit back down, kind of lean in close. Yeah, so uh, why did we lie to those men? Because you're very nice people. Uh-huh. And I owe you one. You do. What's your name? Cora. Right, sorry, it was such a rush yeah. before. And uh, who are you? I'm Winnie. <laughs> Hi. And I shake her hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm Layla. Layla, you're a little girl. Yes. All right. It's <laughs> great. Intelligent, this one. Thanks. Uh, I'm Raiden. Raiden. Nice to meet you. Yeah. Hello, I'm Pim. Oh, Pim. Hey, you're awake. Right. <laughs> yeah, did you see her come in? <laughs> Hi, Pim. Uh, nice to meet you. Thora. Thora. And you are? Call me Doc. Doc? You're a real doctor? I don't know. Alright. What's your story? Oh, um, I've been away from society for a while. So, uh, why? Oh, you know, it's a really long story, but I'm back and mm -hmm. happy to be here. Well, we got time. Yeah. Might oh. as well. Alright. Um, well, I was sailing and I got captured and I've been in prison for 20 years, and Whoa. I escaped and now I'm here. It's a long time. You escaped prison. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna pour another shot and... <laughs> Ray, Dan, will you Where please at? put your shirt back Thanks. on? It's very uncomfortable. <laughs> I put uh, it back on. <laughs> You're like, oh, thank you. Okay, I, I, I was investor, so that's why I'm here, because they can't get me. Why'd you steal again? I mean, you just got out of prison, right? Right, so I didn't have any any things. And that's uh, what you got in prison for? Was yeah. For stealing? Uh, no, not exactly. It's a, ah! uh, it's a really long story. Some might call it piracy. So stealing, but with boats. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really do anything bad though. Okay. Other than stealing. Right. Hmm. Okay, so what's in the bag? Rope? Clothes? <laughs> A mess kit. <laughs> I've got it written down. <laughs> a tinder box. Uh, ten torches. <laughs> well, um, who'd you steal it from? Uh, market on the street. Hmm. Oh, market. Uh, Cora, you feel a, a hand kind of clap down on your shoulder. And as you kind of turn, you all can see Ambera just kind of sitting there. She is about five feet tall. She is exceptionally tall for a dwarf. And... She just kind of sits and kind of like looks at you. She kind of looks around at all of you guys. She looks back. Now, I'm not in the habit of just offering my hospitality to any what folk. You understand who runs this this space? I, I've heard I've heard of him. Raph? That's correct. If you want to remain under this roof and get drinks and hang with the denizens, next time I see you here, you better be doing some work for him. You understand me? Uh, sure, yeah. All right, what are you drinking? Whatever they've got. Alright, then I don't have to get you anything. That's she right. <laughs> turns around, she gives you all a nod. Layla's gonna, like, offer her milk. <laughs> oh, darling. You keep that. Thank you. <laughs> she turns and walks away, leaving you guys alone again. So, I just thought, since this place is a little bit out of the, the eye, I thought I'd lie low here for a bit. Mm-hmm. How long but, is a bit? <laughs> oh, I don't know, a few days. Mm -hmm. I won't bother you though. Thank you for helping me, but I can go. No, you can bother me any day. Alright. Why do you want to be bothered? <laughs> At oh, this point, uh, Tom cute. starts. Stomp, Tom kind of kicks into a very, very lively song, and people start to kind of dance. And as you guys kind of get excited oh, yeah. by the, the energy of the music, you see the door 
to the north, which you guys know leads up to the upper like apartments, but also down to Raf's quarters, uh, swings open, and you guys see Shaza, who is a female orc and a bodyguard of Raf, kind of push through the door. She stands about eight and a half feet tall, and she is incredibly built. Um, she has she has two hand axes just slung on her belt, um, and a longer axe uh, slung on her back. She's just kind of in like loose leathers, and she just kind of looks around, kind of catches eyes with you. A wink. You see her like roll, <laughs> roll her eyes. Classic. She, she swaggers over to you. Just kind of gives you the look around. And, Boss wants to see you. Got some work. She kind of jerks her head. That was fast. She turns oh, around. She doesn't say another word. Shaza's a woman of few words. Ah. And I do think that she doesn't love you guys, but then again, you don't really know anyone who Shaza does love. Uh, <coughs> she's kind of brusque with everybody. She she kind of turns and heads back towards that door. You guys follow her. See you all later. You, you say that, and she turns. Boss wants you too. Right. Looks like you've already made an impression. <laughs> Don't worry, he's gonna love you. Okay. Shaza just kind of <laughs> sometimes he does not. continues walking. Oh. You guys follow him? Uh huh. I'm gonna kind of like <coughs> put my arm out for Cora. I take it. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Tim's going to like lazily be like, oh. <laughs> 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 I was like, come on, dude. You guys uh, follow Shaza across the, the, the room and, and through the door, and you guys go downstairs. Winnie, you and Doc have probably done this a lot, and anyone else who reads, but the libraries are also um, below on the, on the, on the like, subterranean area. You guys go down the stairs and, and go down a long hallway and open a door to Raph's offices. Uh, it's this very big open space below the earth. Um, that's very, very warm and comfortable. You see several sofas. You guys have been in here before. Every time you get a job, you get it directly from Raph. That's part of his organization, is he likes to directly speak to everyone that he is giving jobs to. Um, you see the sofas kind of lining the wall and, and tables. You see there is just one painting of, it's kind of a lewd painting of a female tiefling with like blue skin. It's, it's classy though. Uh, <laughs> and you can see across on the other side of the wall um, is on the other side of the room, you can see this large desk and table uh, and you can see Raph sitting on one side of it and Raph is even in a chair an imposing figure. He's tall with the pure white skin and the long bull-like horns that snake back and up, the reddish pink eyes. His hair is this like dark pink and is pulled back into like a ponytail. Uh, and he's really broad. He's got a bit of a dad bod, but like in a way that's still pretty hot. Um, and you can see he's 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 been he's been writing. You can see he's working on like writing a quill, looking down, focusing on some stuff. Uh, Shaza very quickly walks over as he kind of gestures for her, kind of beckons her with, with a couple of his fingers, and, and she kind of walks over. He is actually listening, you can see, to Aval. Uh, Aval is a, uh, a member of the organization, a guy who runs uh, the Yellows. The Yellows are another group of Raf's organization. Are we rivals? Um, you guys have never really, yeah, you've never really hit it off with Aval. He is a human man. He's got a, a dark black beard that's kind of cropped short and kind of long black hair that's that's pulled back. And he seems to be very emphatically talking to Raph, at which point Raph just kind of goes, <laughs> you hear Raph just say, you're not high enough on the totem pole to be making those requests, Aval. And even if you were, we don't do that kind of work. Well, leave me be. And Aval just kind of like shakes his head, turns around and kind of, as he walks past all of you, he just kind of gives you all the stink eye. Layla waits. I'm going to wink at him. 
just kind of like fuming, <laughs> and he pushes past you on, goes through the door, and slams it. We've seen him before. Yeah. I don't understand why he's always so mean. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of sit, he before looking up, he just kind of like moves his head, and Shaza kind of leans in. Doc, you hear him say, "Tell Redditch if she's got more to work on, I'll hear what she's got to say." Kind of looks up. He sees all you guys and gives you guys like a broad smile, and then kind of looks past you and goes. Cordelia fucking salts and kind of pushes up off the desk and kind of walks over. Ghost! Oh my god, is that you? And she, he just throws you in this big old hug and just kind of holds you really, really tight and just kind of claps you on the shoulders. What the fuck are you doing in Landlock? It's a long story. No, Sorry, you two know each other? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can say that. Yeah, it's been about, what, 30 years? Give or take, yeah. It's good to see you. You literally have not aged a single goddamn day. But no, I, I have that's not. That's the perk of being an elf. <laughs> Kind of pats his stomach. I, on the other hand, well, life is a little easier here for me. Kind of looks back at you guys. The fuck did you run into Cordelia fucking Salt? She ran into us, actually. Yes. Two of us got into some uh, misadventures back in my pirate days before I settled down here in the city. Yeah. Ghost? Some, uh, say that. <laughs> some good times. Yeah. Oh. Uh, ghost? Well, I don't like to, you know, brag, but I definitely had a Everyone bit of a... Everyone called him the bloody ghost. <laughs> had a bit of a... You know, a reputation on the seas. Bloody ghosts. Strikes fear. You know, that sort of thing. Swashbuckling. That yeah. sort of thing. Anyway, it's good to see you. Yeah. I heard you were uh, maybe making some trouble with the very delicate balance that I'm keeping here in the city, and I wanted to check in and see how you're doing. Uh, I would never do that, but maybe I did just a little. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's all, all's good. As long as you're here, then you've got a place in the, you got a place in the boathouse. Wow. Anything for old friends. Now... Come on, guys, uh, come over here. And he kind of walks back behind his desk, kind of sits there. I'm sorry to uh, give you guys a job right after you finished, but uh, this one's kind of big, and I need my best people on it. And, uh, well, you're my best. How you guys doing? Great. Not too drunk yet? Not at all. I was about I don't to know what that is. <clears throat> of course you don't. <laughs> kind of reaches across the desk and kind of ruffles your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Kind of, he, you do, um, I would say with your, I would say Doc, Winnie, Cora, Pim, and Thora. You all kind of notice he's, <laughs> he has been, ever since Aval stormed out, his eyes just keep flicking back to the door. Like he's thinking about whatever was going on with Aval. Kind of sits down. Ugh. All right, let's talk business. I've got a job and... Uh, do, you, do you still want me here? No, I, I definitely want you here. With what you've stolen... From the basic inventory that my informants have told me, it's nothing big. Right. But you're not officially a part of my crew, so I need you to go and do some work for me, and then you'll be under my protection. That's great. So go do a work with these guys. Your skills, I think, are going to be perfectly meshed with some of them, and I think some of you might, uh, and he kind of looks at you two, get along just fine. Toss anyway. you another wing. <laughs> There's a lot of tension between the two of us. Oh, yeah. We're all very good friends here. All right. Let's talk business. I've got a job from one of the people up on Shackle, and uh, it could pay well. And if it goes well, I think we might be uh, sitting on a lot more money come future years. If we can start doing business with the people up in the Shackle, we're going to be doing very, very well for ourselves. So, I don't know all the details. You're to go and meet this individual. His name is Merchant Lord Marquand. He's a gnome, exiled gnome, straight out of the Baron Dog Commonwealth. Black market dealer, but, you know, crime doesn't exactly pay in this city. <laughs> yeah, he's, uh, he mainly 
works out of uh, the lumber industry. And I think something's been going on with one of his mills outside of town, and he wants someone to go and look into it. Uh, I think he's been burning through his own men, and he wanted some of mine. And again, I cannot stress, if this goes well, we're going to be getting a lot more business from up there on the shackle. They, uh, it's pretty rare for them to come down to our level, so to speak. I'd like to maintain this, uh, this level of business. So anyway, he's expecting you guys tomorrow morning. He kind of hands, he hands Pim, who he deems probably the most responsible. <laughs> uh, he hands you uh, an, an address um, to where, where to find him on the, on the shackle. Go there, meet him in the morning, hear what he has to say, get the details, carry out the job. Probably shouldn't take you guys longer than six days, give or take. Mm. Uh, it's a bit of a hike outside. Um, it's right on the border of Vester, um, but it's still within the uh, vast limits, so hopefully you won't have any run-in with the law there. He kind of gives you a knowing look, Cora. <laughs> like he might, have, he might know some stuff <laughs> um, about what happened in Vester. He goes, come back. I'll only take 5% this time. So it's a bit of an ask, and we'll uh, hopefully get you guys a little bit of a break after this one. What kind of stuff are we going to have to do on this job? He didn't give me all the details, but it looks like one of his mills is giving him some trouble and he needs someone to go and investigate and solve the problem. Now, you know me, you know how I like to work things. I'm not telling you how to do anything. I just need you to solve the problem he gives to you. If you do that with a shit ton of bloodshed, that's a little gross, but I understand. And if you could do it with your words, that'd be even better. <laughs> you got it, boss. All right. I would try to not burn down a building this time. I'd appreciate that. <laughs> would I recognize his name at all? Because he's from... Um... No. You don't okay. recognize his name. Okay. Yeah. Uh, he kind of goes, that's it. Soft, you know, short and sweet. You're going to get a lot more from him in the morning, but uh, I just wanted to fill you in and... Wish you guys luck, I guess. Thank you. All right, thanks. Thank yep. you. Hey, good to see you. Good to see you too. Layla's gonna hop onto his desk and I'm gonna give him a hug. Oh, <laughs> kind of sweeps you up in a big hug. <laughs> Alrighty. Uh, you kind of look past. Oh, I forgot to mention one very cool part of his office is to his back is a huge window looking out underwater into the river. Ooh. Um, this like magically enchanted, very thick glass that looks out into the river, almost like an aquarium wall. Uh, and you can very faintly see the net that is kind of extending out from the window and kind of cuts across and comes back. Um, this is where the one time you have seen him execute someone, he has put someone in as he keeps several creatures in this little netted aquarium area. Um, Before we leave, I, I walk over and kind of put my hand on the glass and whatever creatures are in there, I'm just like, hi. <laughs> uh, from from below, like out of view, this huge tentacle about this thick, like how thick, like that, like a foot like a wide. Foot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're on an audio medium. It's like a foot wide, <laughs> like stretches up and oh, up against up against the, uh, the glass. And I am saying this in in fish. Like, special way that they can understand. In Aquaman, um, and the, oh, the, the, woman. Tent the tentacle kind of. Peels off and, and, and vanishes from view again, and you guys can see some faint shapes of like, like a shark or something swimming around and then diving down below. This river is very, very deep and a slow-moving river. Um, the last time you, someone got executed by Raph for doing some fucked up shit, he got dropped off the dock into this little netted arena and was promptly eaten. 
um, by a couple of blood sharks that live in this little area. Oh yeah, cool. Uh, he tends to switch out what animals are in here every once in a while. He's a bit of a, a marine biology enthusiast, <laughs> uh, from maybe from his time at sea. Yeah. Um, he gives you a big hug and, and kind of like sets you down. He kind of reaches in, he kind of does like a little slide of hand thing where he kind of like waves his hand in front of your face, kind of waggles it, and then produces a big old lollipop and he gives it to you. Thank you. All right, and you guys, uh, he kind of gives you a nod that very politely means, uh, get the hell out of my office. <laughs> gives you a nod, Shaza comes back, and you hear, um, very vaguely, they're talking about that Redditch person again, as you leave. Mm -hmm. Do I know? No, anybody? you wouldn't know anybody named Redditch, but they clearly are talking about whoever it was as, as you as you leave through the door again. Mm. You guys um, go back out. She's gonna the jump from the desk onto Raven's back. Yeah, I'm gonna. Just like, boom, I'm gonna <laughs> catch her, and I'm gonna like ah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna like wrestle her a little bit. Okay, I'm just she like she'll wrestle you back. Yeah, <laughs> just like he's he's gonna like pull you over and like give you like a noogie. You guys just kind of tussle. Oh, I yeah, think I, I, I think she's gonna try and like. Give you a noogie back. All right, let's have a strength contest. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, no, this is gonna be this is gonna be a contest. dexterity contest. <laughs> What'd you get? Nine. I got a six. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, somehow she just like, <laughs> like slithers <laughs> up your body and like eh, gives you a noogie. Ah! Uh, <laughs> Rap goes. Uh, could you do this? Get you back in the bar. <laughs> on the way out. You guys walk up back up to the bar. Um, things have kind of emptied a little bit. Tom is uh, has finished up his set and is just sitting at the bar, uh, mm -hmm. just kind of chatting with Ann Barra. And uh, yeah, you guys are f free to continue the rest of the night however you see fit. You've got an appointment first thing in the morning. I don't know what you guys want to do. It's now after dark. The sun has set. I think Pim pulls out a book and like puts the paper in, like a bookmark almost. Like a little, the address? Yeah. Okay. So, Cora. Yes. I want to know a little bit more about you. I think I've told you all you need to know. She did tell us quite a lot. I don't know anything about any of you. <laughs> I'm gonna. Why do you have a little girl? <laughs> we don't have her. That's a fair she's question. She's her own. I uh, mean, but she's here with you. Owns me. I didn't say that they did, but <laughs> you're here in a bar with this lot. You see her fight, you'll understand. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, what about all of you? Why are you here? Well, we work for Raph. Alright. Good job, just got back, hanging loose a little bit. What did you do? We just emptied out a, what was it, like a, a barn or something? Punch of ghouls mm. at a yeah. cemetery, ghouls. I think. Kind of was it? Barn. It was a cemetery. <laughs> what? It's only four. So then, what did Layla burn down at the cemetery? <laughs> oh, like the house where they keep all the tools. Ah, okay. <laughs> the little shed. <laughs> yeah, we're Raph's best people. We're Raph's Reds. Oh, that's very cute. <laughs> So, I guess you all live here and you just work for Raph. Yes. Yeah, it's not a bad life. It's pretty good. This is Lavo. Oh, what is the that? little girl pulls out a little mouse from her little tunic. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> He's very nice. Hello. Yes, I see him. Hello. <laughs> He's very cute. Doesn't he have a little stripe down his back? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Very cute. He's very cute. You want to hold him? No, thank you. <laughs> nope. I think she's more into aquatic animals. That is true. Can you mouse swim? I don't know. Um, don't no. try. Oh, no. She just goes to like no, drop no, Lavo no, in, no, in no. her milk. Don't I'm try. gonna catch. I'm gonna catch the little mouse. That, the that little was mouse. a rhetorical question. He okay, probably like, can't. <laughs> pet it on the back. Okay, now mice can't swim very well, so you gotta make oh, okay. sure that they're okay. Okay. She's just gonna like 
put him. <laughs> but just kind of like skitters down your back and then your clothes again. Laura's gonna lean over and be like, why don't you see if, um, Ann Vera, is that her name? Mm -hmm. She has like some crumbs or something to like give him a little snack. Okay. She's gonna, <laughs> she's just gonna run over to the bar and just like hop over the bar and start looking for snacks. You just hear a young lady, what are you doing? <laughs> I'm looking for crumbs for Lavo. <laughs> oh, oh she my kinda, god. She kind of kneels. So she kind of kneels down. Young lady, we have talked about this. Oh. You ask me for food and I give it to you. But I need it. I understand. I have to keep track of what food is here because I have to put out for more and if I if you just take some, I'm going to lose track. Okay. Can I have some crumbs for Lavo, please? Yes, you may. Thank you. <clears throat> she kind of goes in the back, comes out with like a big old roll. There. Why don't you munch on that and give him any crumbs that you don't want? She's just going to like put the roll. <laughs> oh, you're gonna do that. All right. <laughs> hey, uh, your child is over here. <laughs> I'll get her. I'm gonna run over and get her. <laughs> not your child, right? No, not much. She child. kind of, she kind of pats you on the back and like, why don't you go with Winnie there? Okay. I will do that. Okay. All right. She's gonna. Well, we're both small, so she's just gonna kind of. Yeah. Grab your hand. I don't know. Yeah. Tom kind of reaches down and gives you a little high five as you walk by. She smacks that hand. He's like, <laughs> and he goes, oh my god. <laughs> that hurts so bad. <clears throat> you want me to hit it, so I hit it. I know, I asked for it. <laughs> uh, you come back over to the table. Everyone kind of really loves Layla. Aww. She has become the bard, like the child of the bard. <laughs> so cute. Bar child. Some bars have a pet monkey. We have Layla. What <laughs> bars have you been to that have that monkey? Yeah. Why that are we movies. hanging there all the time? What movies? Do you guys have any things that you want to do or get done before going to sleep for the night? Or do, do you guys want to do anything? <laughs> um, this might be a little bit weird, but I've been kind of curious about that gnome guy that was mentioned for our next job. And I wanted to know if I could go back and uh, talk to Raph for like can, two I mean, seconds. You can, yeah, if you want. I kind of wanted to hang back, but then we move forward. Yeah, you can go back if you want. Okay. Okay. You just kind of walk down the stairs and kind of knock on the door, open it up. Raph's just kind of sitting there, talking to Shaza, and he kind of, yeah, what can I do for you? Oh, hi. Um, I just didn't recognize that guy's name that you mentioned earlier for our next job. And Mark I just, Wand. Yeah, and I'm from there, and so I just kind of wanted to know who he is. Okay, uh, yeah, he he's exiled. He's not allowed there anymore, I guess, oh, for... why? And kind of snaps his fingers, and Shaza hands him a little file, and he kind of opens it up. Looks like, um, fraud, unethical treatment of workers. Oh, no. That sort of thing. <laughs> uh, oh, minor shareholder in the slave trade in Asajj, so probably not... A good dude. Hmm. Um, but it looks like he lost that share when he was exiled or was taken from him or something. Yeah, but now he's a lumber merchant, mainly. Do you think he's a good guy? Oh, no. Absolutely not. Oh, I don't know. Sorry. That was a silly question. I guess what I meant is, are we going to be helping him with something, like, not, like, slave-related? Like, what? No. I mean, I would hope that you know me well enough to know that I don't, you know... Yeah. help re-enslave people or anything like that. Yeah. It's to get his lumber mill back up and running. That's all that it is. Okay. All right. I think that's it. All right, catch you later, little one. Okay, bye. You want back out. Anybody else doing anything? It's getting dark. 
Well, it has gotten dark. Oh, cool, cool. Um, so I imagine like the the people that. Well, did did you have people coming to the brothel as well, or was that just me? I think you did, but I think now that Cora is here, <laughs> he's gonna spend all. He's just gonna ignore them. And <laughs> so more for his me. Time. Yeah. Cool. He's gonna spend all his time focusing on like chatting to Nora. Where did all these people come from? <laughs> <laughs> They're just gonna hang out with me for a little bit tonight. Can I hang out too? No. You're gonna hang out with me tonight. So Layla's hanging out with, with you tonight as because you are yeah, otherwise I'm, occupied. I'm, gonna, yeah. I'm just I don't say anything, but I'm just gonna like nod to everyone. Cora gets a wink, but that's it. Uh-huh. And you're are you he- you're heading off to, to get funky? How many people did you uh, ask over? I-, I asked two people over. Okay. I asked two as well. So, so me and four, four people. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Thora walks away with four people. What are they doing? This Probably of a, I don't know, actually, Thor's I like, I like sexual orientation, but probably a solid mix of, uh, yeah, it's a mix. of various <laughs> gendered, you know, people who align with various genders. <laughs> Absolutely. You guys, okay, Thora, Thora heads off. Any, anybody else want to do anything tonight, or are you guys just... Um, I, I, I just want to check in with Anvera and make sure I have, like, have a room and stuff. Okay. Yeah, you walk over to her and kind of straightens up. So, I'm working for Raph now. Uh, can I stay here? Yeah, uh, I've got you a room upstairs. You're probably gonna be sharing. Sure. With, share uh, with me. Someone in your group, uh, you can decide that, but we don't exactly have like an unlimited amount of rooms and we do actually have paying patrons here. Right. So you can bunk up with, uh, with someone I, in your I group. I can pay, wait, no, I can't pay. I will share. All right, yeah, I heard that you're, you're gonna do some work for, uh, for Raph, that's good to, that's good to hear. All right. Well, uh, be careful with them reds. They're our best people. Yeah, thanks. She kind of just gives you a curt little nod, goes back to, like, cleaning her. She seems very no-nonsense, this gal. All right, so it looks like I'm to share a room with one of you. Is that all right? You can share a room with me if you want. And me. Or me. You're all so nice. Uh, <laughs> I was like, do you not, right? dude? Oh, no, you're so strong. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, darling, Raiden. That's me. I just want to let you know something. Uh-huh. I don't sleep where I work. I've made that mistake a few too many times. Oh! <laughs> Why would you sleep on the battlefield? <laughs> exactly, it doesn't make sense, does it? Not at all. Yeah. Uh, it's very logical. <laughs> but let me just say, you are lovely. Mm. Hey, no problem, I understand. Uh, so, I'm gonna... Pim's confused. Pim's <laughs> like, I don't sleep where I work. Where does she work? <laughs> yeah. She doesn't sleep on the ship. <laughs> Where would she sleep? (laughs) (laughs) I get terribly seasick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 Layla, Layla, I would not. Layla, drunk, (laughs) so drunk, drunk. Drunk. Do you wanna? Do you wanna go outside and uh, practice shooting a bow? I don't have one of those. I've got one. I can I can borrow one. I don't have one. I can borrow one. <laughs> Let me be clear. I in the future will have one. <laughs> I mean, sure. All right, let's go. You guys are going out on the. Where dock. are we getting a bow? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't just, just, I just. I have I have like rope. I can like take a branch and like. It's rope. <laughs> Making a bow is very hard. It's not just like I have got rope. rope. Got a stick here. Here's the bow. When we walk outside, I'm gonna pick up. Um, are there like rocks around? Yeah, there's like. I want to pick rock. up a rock and like if, if he's wild walking ahead of me, looking for like 
rope and sticks. I'm gonna shoot him with my slingshot. Okay, make an attack oh. roll. <laughs> yeah, you're like, okay, making a bow. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's an eight. Yeah, you see a little rock. <laughs> you just feel like a... <laughs> like a little rock just bink, hit your shoulder and you just turn around and I'm she's gonna, just like holding a little slingshot. I'm gonna completely overreact and <laughs> like fall onto the ground holding my shoulder like, ah, Yeah, make, ah. A, make a performance check. <laughs> uh, ten. Twelve, so. Twelve, you're like, you like look over and she's just like, that did not hurt you at all. <laughs> Yes, it did. She was, oh. she, she was another one. I so much. Oh. Make an attack roll uh, with disadvantage because he's prone. <laughs> wow. Okay, so eight. Okay. Eight. I'm, I'm gonna act dead. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna okay. like stick my tongue out. Roll another performance check with disadvantage. Nineteen. Nineteen. Yeah. You were like, haha, very funny, and then you hit him the second time, and he's not moving, and he's not making any sound. <laughs> and he's just laying. Are there like any trees nearby? Uh, no, it's actually quite desolate. It's like a is lot it, of red rock. Is, 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 is there any kind of like uh, tarps or anything? <laughs> no. Uh, there's like a tarp that would like uh, that's been pulled over like a cart. Yeah. She's gonna run over. She's gonna try and pull it down. Okay, roll strength check. <laughs> I wow. pulled five threes in a row. Okay, you, four. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> while, she's, while she's pulling that, I'm gonna sneak up on her. Okay, roll a stealth check. <laughs> Seventeen. 17. What's your passive perception? 12? Uh, 10. Yeah, you're just like, no, no, like pulling this tarp and it will not come loose. You sneak up behind her. And I'm gonna pick her up and like, like throw her into the air. Okay. Be like, ah! Um, she screams and she's gonna shoot a fireball down. Oh my! <laughs> okay, you don't know where the, like, you, you're surprised, so I'll give you disadvantage on the attack roll, but make an attack roll. On natural 20. On natural 20? Okay, on. that hits roll for damage. Oh Wait, a miss with the slingshot and a hit with the firebolt. Three. Okay. Um, and you're on fire. Was that a spell? Yeah. Or was that a cantrip? That was a cantrip. Okay. You throw her up in the air, and she's like, <laughs> just like throws a fireball down on you, and you catch fire a little bit, and just like, I'm gonna pat myself and out. And you, I'm gonna fall. catch her. Oh, you catch her. Oh, I'm I'm catch her first. I try to catch I'm catch her first. I'm gonna put myself. I'm gonna you up in the air. You catch her, and then I put her down. And like, pat myself out. Like, do not scare me like that. Do not hit me with the slingshot, punk. <laughs> she's gonna shoot you with a slingshot again. Uh, make an attack roll. I'm gonna try and catch it. Did you crit bail? You're not a monk. You pull it and it you let go and the slingshot goes forward and goes comes back and <laughs> pegs you in the forehead with a little rock. Oh my God. You take a point of damage. Oh dear. It's like 10 p.m. <laughs> just like you're like it's it's this is a child. Someone just wait. I wish she was like. And you go out and you were just hanging out and playing. Just hang out. You're like, oh, I don't have a bow. I'm just gonna improvise. Just, we're playing. <laughs> uh, anybody else doing stuff? Oh, I'm doing stuff. <laughs> Pim, Pim, Doc, Winnie, doing anything? Just chilling. Doc's just writing a report. <laughs> writing a report for herself <laughs> to be filed later. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, I actually want to ask ask about that. What are you writing? Are you writing a book? Sorry. <laughs> Doc just like gives this uh, curious look. Can I? Can I see? Nope. Nope. I cannot. That's fine. <laughs> I'm. I'm going to go to bed. <laughs> I will see you all tomorrow. I think Pim's just like lean back again, reading, but like watching. He's <laughs> <laughs> like don't know eyes flitting over the, uh, yeah, the top did you leave? of the book. Yeah, I go upstairs and um. 
take one of the beds and go to sleep. Yeah. Oh, you actually did? Yeah, you said okay. I could. I was like, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Doc, you doing something? I just don't know if I trust her. I don't know. She's she so nice. Okay. She's nice. Raph trusts her. Yeah. Maybe we just should count on that for a while. And then we'll see how she does on the job. You have good judgment. Yeah, trust your instincts. I will, I'm a lizard. <laughs> yeah, we're just nodding. Like, we're like, yeah, you are a lizard. <laughs> yeah, Pim and Winnie are just furiously nodding. Like, you like know? whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at each other like... <laughs> are you guys, you guys doing anything else tonight? Or going to bed eventually? Just kind of reading and then going to bed? I honestly feel like he's like so tired. <laughs> he's like, aww. We already gotta go to work I gotta go to work <laughs> That halfling is really kicking in. Yeah. <laughs> where he's like... Another job, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> just, just did work. It's in like a relaxed relax state. Yeah, yeah, cool. And then I think I think Winnie just like probably writes um, like whatever details from the meeting with Raph in her little journal and then like probably, yeah, just goes to bed. Goes to bed, yeah. okay. Sets her bag up. <laughs> okay, you all, you all, um, we'll go to bed. Pretty easy night. Raiden, it's very brief. But in the middle of the night, you hear lightning. This does it wake me up? And you shoot up like you were woken by a storm. And as you shoot up, you realize you are not stand. You are not in bed. There is not a hot stranger in your room. Uh, you are standing on a cliff, and it is raining very hard, soaking through your hair and your armor, and all around you is just dark clouds. And you hear the of thunder and another lightning. And you realize with the illumination of the lightning, you are looking out over a vast ocean that is churning with the waves and the winds of the storm. And looking up, the clouds for a brief moment seem to form a face. A large female face appears in the clouds very briefly. But with a, light, a, a third lightning bolt comes down, the face is just not there anymore, but you do hear one single word in giant spoken that echoes where in place of the thunder, and it just says, soldier. And you wake up and you are back in bed, a little bit of a cold sweat before going back to sleep. Hey everyone, this is Cheyenne and I play Cordelia the Sea Elf Rogue. Thank you so much for tuning in to the first episode of Adventures in Questing. I hope you've enjoyed the show. We'll be releasing new episodes every Tuesday, and we hope to see you back next week. To keep up with our adventures and find out what happens next, make sure to hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow us on social media for updates and behind-the-scenes photos and videos. Our Twitter is at ADVinquesting, and you can also find us at Adventures in Questing on Facebook and Instagram. But most of all, if you like the show, tell a friend. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time on Adventures in Questing.